0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Tannis Talk. Today we are going to talk about season 2, episode 7 and 8 of Tannis. Before we get too far into anything, I do want to just throw up the normal disclaimer. I'm not associated with or sponsored by anybody in this. talk about. Also, my name is Shannon from Cascadia Pod. If you haven't heard some of our other podcasts, you should definitely go take a listen. You can find us at cascadiapod.squarespace.com, on Twitter as Cascadia Pod, as well as on Facebook as Cascadia Pod, and YouTube where we have some vlogs for you. And then also, I have personal vlogs, videos, and whatnot on my personal channel, which is Nicole sid one I hope you guys enjoy! All right, so let's go ahead and get started I do want to say I'm sorry about the fan in the room it's really loud it's been really hot in Portland and my motherboard is not happy with me so I'll be finishing this and then turning off my computer after I upload oh anyway what I want to talk about today is these two episodes of Tannis I have been in a funk and because of that, I haven't actually been recording podcasts for this or the Black Tapes. Anna's been in the same funk. It's this weird weather here in Portland. It is too hot for us Portland people. Yes. Let's actually talk about Tannis. Now, for me, episode seven, I tried listening to it three times. And the third time, I finally just turned it on speed read pretty much and listened. I just couldn't get through it. I'm not 100% sure why. I don't know if it was the funk or if it was the fact that it was sort of a throwaway episode. I don't want to say throwaway so much as it was itty bitty tiny pieces and I just really wasn't interested. There were only four real points that I had for that episode and the rest of it was sort of just like "Eh, okay. The first one, the time limits inside the breach, we will actually touch on episode eight anyway. I'm gonna leave that for that. Next is the weird test that MK found for people and they get different results through everything and it's got to be a different person to get a different result and they're sort of sporadic. What is that about? I don't understand. And then also we have maybe a location of where Tannis was before the Pacific Northwest. I am still thinking that Tannis was in Russia. Think about it. Have you ever heard of the, I think it's the Love incident? that is weird. That is definitely some Tana stuff there. And they were not close enough to the Pacific Northwest, nor to the Puget Sound for that to happen to them there. Unless it was sort of like it sort of fell over there and then came back. But also, if you think about it, Baba Yaga is from Russia. Shout out to all you Russian listeners if you're out there. But they had Baba Yaga before that, and then it would have even moved back Over further I definitely think that Tannis was in the Urals and not so much uh, where Nick said in France I think or Italy one of those places which I understand is the woods blah 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 but still I think it was in Russia my thoughts just saying and then we have Nick getting a discount from MK oh she actually let him go something without having to pay for it It so sweet and the last thing I want to talk about in this particular episode is the devil's fingers. I looked those things up. Ugh. They are from a nightmare. Kid you not. Those are some scary looking plants. And I lived near that giant plant that smelled like rotting meat that blooms like every 50 or 10 or whatever years. And those devil fingers creep me out more. Ugh. No. All right, let's jump into episode eight and we will go straight to the time in the breach because that seems to be what the main focus of this episode was. Now, we had some people showing up in the unit for, it wasn't Tesla Nova, the other place, but that the lights had turned on and I really wasn't very interested about that. But I was interested in Nick going in for five minutes and pulling out for 60 minutes. But at the same time, he's slowly losing time. And MK, I sent you a message four days ago. What's going on? All of that stuff. I really am concerned about Nick. And I also, I couldn't, I just, this particular episode, the beginning of it, It made me realize and remember that this is a fictional podcast. I keep forgetting that. Honestly, with the black tapes, I remember that. It's always there in the back of my mind. Where this one, I don't know if it's that I've watched too much Ancient Aliens, but I do really see this as somebody going around in the woods. I have been in the woods. The woods, if you have not spent time, even an hour alone in the woods by yourself, I go with my dog, but still, it is an eerie place, because there are times that you get just complete silence that there shouldn't be silence, and it is a mystical place. I kid you not, it's not me drinking too much Kool-Aid. It really is something phenomenal and beyond belief, and I am not surprised that all of this stuff is happening in the woods, I guess is what I'm saying. That being said, though, the whole Nick being named after a rat who may have something to do with Tannis, really? Oh my gosh. It was too much for me. It was just too much. It brought me back to remembering that this is a fictional podcast. It pulled me out of the story a little bit, and I really was upset with that. I'm not going to lie. Though the rest of the episode pulled me back in, luckily. We know how I am with this podcast. I was really pulled in by the whole time and the missing of time. And the hentai monster, who else thought that was hentai? I am, I hope I'm not alone. I know I'm a weirdo. And if you don't know what hentai is and you're under the age of 18, don't look it up. But just saying, I really thought that was weird. And the whole bringing up of a horn was weird. But it got me interested again. It got me pulled in. It got me thinking, what is going on here? I really like that. I really, really did. Let's talk about... The aliens and the light and Nate Carter. Did anyone else think that this was The Happening? If you haven't seen that movie by M. Not Shyamalan, I'm not saying go watch it. I'm just saying read the synopsis on Wikipedia and you'll understand what I'm saying. That Tannis is essentially weeding out the bad to save the world for the good, but only because of aliens. Always aliens with these people. Why is it always aliens? Or ghosts or demons. Mostly demons and aliens, though. And then that dream at the end It was just weird. So weird. Did anyone else watch that show when they were a kid? That's what this sort of reminds me of, I think. Yep. And I understand that we had that pulled in from part of a manuscript. And then Nick sort of felt it, lived it, whatever. And he's in the woods. And the phone is ringing. I bet she's going to pick up the phone and it's going to be for him. He's going to actually hear voices. And that was the build on the first, well, not the first, on episode seven that we heard about that phone call. Mm-hmm. Great building there. It did make me remember that phone call aspect. I don't know if it's because I listened to that part of the podcast like four or five times or if it's just the fact that I remembered that because of it and it made me think, about tannis or it made me think that is a weird tannis thing but interesting but weird and tannissy all right all in all for these two episodes episode seven meh it was a good build episode episode eight pulled me back in after that weird moment in the beginning really made me think what is going on here tell me guys what do you think Hit me up on Twitter. You can hit us up again on the Cascadia pod. I thank you guys so much for listening. Keep an eye out for our Black Tapes review of season two, episode 11. That one was a humdinger for sure, as well as our regular podcasts. Don't forget, watch out for Bigfoot. Bye.